started so i could explain to you this fucking weird ass setup <laughs> well, i'm also curious if there's like a theme some people have themes and stuff some people just well yeah shoot the shit. I, well my shit is called the ride along podcast all right hence the car so hello everybody you're welcome to the ride along podcast i'm your host mr ej watson hey all right now you might have heard a voice in the background <laughs> you heard that little cough laugh that he just did <laughs> <laughs> All right, you might have seen him on Kevin Hart's Heart of the City. You might have seen him dapping him up and shit <laughs> in the your, your, what is that your uh, what's, what's that on your Facebook? Oh yeah, the cover photo, the cover photo. Yeah, looking good as hell. You might have seen that <laughs> shit. All right, he's got a fucking Comedy Central special coming out, and he has blessed my Honda Civic. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome Jeff Horst. To hey. the Ride Along podcast. Thank you, ma'am. Th- thanks for having me. Thanks, thanks for, for having being, me. I always clap. Guest, I clap in awkward situations in life. I just <laughs> like, I, I've clapped for myself. Speaking of, if you're going to bring up the Kevin Hart, the special, Kevin Hart made fun of me for clapping. Really? Like myself. clapping at your, like well, because your own he was joke like, or what? Well, no, no, it wasn't No, it wasn't, it wasn't that insane. I didn't like say a funny joke and really? say, hey, come on, guys. No, it was, uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. No, it was during the interview. Uh, so part mm-hmm. of the half hour special is uh, the first couple minutes of it yeah. um, will be an, uh, him interviewing me. Yeah. Um, and so they'll show like two minutes of that before they get into uh, the you know the the, the standard stand up okay. uh, aspect of it which is obviously which is most of it but uh there is a a part where i when the interview starts i'm already mm-hmm. sitting down in the chair and he's sitting in a chair right next to me and he says give it up for jeff horst you yeah. know however he says it and everybody claps, and then I just felt like I was supposed to you clap just, too. Yeah. Everybody else is clapping. You know what like, I mean? Like, yeah, like, right. Like I'm not just gonna be. That's but, that's but one of those that, things. That's like, as far as I think about it, I don't think about it like, oh, I'm clapping mm-hmm. for myself. Right. I just I, I thought that it was like, hey, yeah, thanks for like, thanks Kevin Hart for having me. Right. Like, that's how I was clapping, was but nobody awkward? knows the intent of clapping. Right. So every, so he was like, did you just clap for yourself? <laughs> is that you just clapping for yourself? Is, is it awkward <laughs> being around like? Like, when, when you were like, oh, shit, Kevin Hart's right here, did you, like, change at all? Like, were you, like, kind of, like, not really. He's like, such reserved a or, like, you know, what, what was that, what was that like? You were, I wouldn't say that I was reserved. Were you, uh, were you starstruck at all? Like, how? I wasn't starstruck. Like, I've never aware. not been aware. Yeah, star aware. Like, you're like, oh, that's Kevin mm-hmm. Hart, you know, but... Uh, definitely because of doing Heart of the City, it made yeah. it a little bit uh, easier uh, because that setup was interesting, because you know there there was an interview with him before. Okay. Um, so I was at least somewhat used to what the the, the setup would be, but uh, this was a little bit more personal. It it wasn't really hard. It would it, it was e- it was easy to feel comfortable okay. because he asked specific questions about me okay. and about my life and my career and and, and my upbringing. So it. It's not like uh, he was asking me some philosophical questions yeah. about comedy that I didn't mm-hmm. have an answer for. Uh, but, but obviously, with his level of how uh, famous he is, exactly. you know, I can yeah. understand why you know some people might freeze up. I just think that I've never really idolized mm-hmm. people. Was it to, uh, the, to, the, to the level where it's like, oh, I don't even know how to talk to him? Like, well, yeah, that makes sense. So, so like, I mean, but a lot of people are like that. I just grew up. Uh-huh. I didn't have posters on my wall or mm-hmm. anybody that I was like, I want to be like this celebrity someday. Right. I was like, those are just people that do famous. Yeah, because you're you're realizing yeah. they're, they're just humans. <laughs> yeah, they're you know? just human. Like even if I, I'm not even saying like I thought, oh, I could be, I could be that too. It's right. not. It's, it's. I'm not even saying like it was an inspirational reason as uh-huh. much as just, just, I just never really put famous people to a level that uh to that pedestal to, where people yeah, are like, the, like, where it's this like you know like jesus of comedy yeah you know it's like and i still obviously look up to to kevin hart for everything that he's done for my career and i'm not saying this like in a negative way uh-huh. but he was just he was so uh easygoing of a person and so happy and positive of a person yeah. that it was kind of hard to 
I couldn't imagine feeling weird in that scenario. Right. I think that's with so, comics. Yeah. Like like comics, I feel like out of all the show biz, like they're kind of the they have the best personalities as far as gravitating toward them. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I feel like they're because you have to kind of be insane to just make like to give people joy all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and like I feel like even you know with a comic like yourself or uh, you know anybody else, we're still they're still like receptive because. I, you know, I, I don't know. Yeah. But um, did you, like, with with Kevin Hart, when people heard that you was on that shit, were there, like, people in your life that were like, we out of here, motherfucker, we made it. God damn it, motherfucker. Yo, yeah, you know, people hitting you up, like, yo, Jeff, let me let me hold $100. Was anybody no, like no. that? Like, damn, the, I got the, this. The only people that have asked me for money... <laughs> Uh, you know the same people that I would have lent money, uh, yeah. or, or they would have they would have asked me before. You know, <laughs> there's n- nothing that I, I think I've been open to people about my financial situation, <laughs> where it's like I'm not doing great financially either. So uh, I need I need all the money I can save up. So I got paid for a show. I got paid ten dollars, and I lost my mind. Oh, like, oh yeah. Was, the fir- was that was that like was, the first that was the time, first time, time got, I got yeah. paid? Yeah. And, 10 bucks and I lost it. I, yeah. I called my girl, I called my parents. I'm like, I'm fucking doing that shit. It's real money. I'm professional, bitch. <laughs> I'm in Motherfucker. When, when you first get paid, how long ago was that? When? Let's see, I've been doing comedy for eight, almost nine years. Okay. Um, and I don't think I got paid at all for the first couple of years. Okay. I was bad the first couple of years. Yeah. And uh, I didn't. Yeah, I, I took, I did, I went up all the time, but mm-hmm. my goal was never to make money. It was just to try to get whatever better. to get better. So if it, whatever joke that I wanted to work on, or whatever jokes I wanted to work on, or mm-hmm. whatever I wanted to work on, I just kind of tried to seek out which environment would be the best place for me to work on, to work on this. Now define bad. You said you was bad when you started out. Like, like I just... didn't, I, I, I didn't have any potential. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had zero. I had no, there was no. It was a miracle. Shit. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> uh, I um, I had decent premises, yeah. but I like I've, I'm somebody who failed speech class. Like I naturally yeah. get nervous talking to a group of people. Now I've I've gotten better at uh, at, at not being nervous. Like yeah. I mean, obviously, the, the more that you you have to do something, the mm-hmm. better you'll get at it. But um, just naturally, I wasn't. There was a lot of a, a learning curve for me more than just telling jokes. Right. Where some people, based on how confident you can be to mm-hmm. start with, that's just one less thing that you have to work on. Right. You know, where I had to work on everything. And so how so, long you think, how, how, how long in do you think you found that, like, all right, like, this is what I'm doing. I'm starting to get, uh, I'm starting to get decent now. I'm starting to get a little confident with my, like, how... I'd say about four years in four is, year, when, damn, is when I admit yeah. it. Is, but no, no, but, but no, but I, I'm just a different person than other people. I, I knew that I wanted to do this at least all the time as a hobby. Yeah. And uh, I, I still treated it, when I, in my head, was treating it, when mm-hmm. I thought that I was going to just do this as a hobby, right. I still did it as much, if not more, than a lot of people that said, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life. Right. You know? So it was more just me being a little bit more negative about mm-hmm. my potential than uh than anything else were you one of those people that were like um like out the gate you were like i'm gonna do you know i'm gonna try to do two three four shows a night i didn't uh, set or a did, specific... was there like a was there like a time period where you were serious then you fell off and then you kind of no, got back to no, it no as soon as i was interested in doing it i i never took I, i've never taken a break okay I, as soon as i've started doing comedy i've always seeked out more opportunities to do comedy uh in it, yeah. You know, in, in in whatever stage I was in, so I, I've I've never uh, taken any break, which is why sometimes when people ask you, you know, how long have you done comedy? Yeah, that can vary. You know, there's comedians right. that have said they've done comedy for thirty years, but you know, every few years they don't do it for exactly. Year, you yeah, know? which you know I understand. People have personal issues that mm-hmm. come up. It's just it just doesn't seem to be as valuable of a question as I thought it would be when I started because I've I've seen people that 
I've gone to, to I've done comedy festivals where it's like some girl did comedy for two years mm-hmm. and got into Laughing Skull, and I was yeah. like, what the hell? It took me eight years for me to get into it, and right. and you're also great. You're mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. And two years in, I was shitty after right. two. Years. You know what I mean? So I think just people can develop at different uh, speeds and different rates, and you know, there's different things that we're all working on. So it's kind of hard to. Uh, that's what I like about comedy, but it's also hard to judge. That's why we shouldn't judge so harshly. Right. Because it's very easy to forget, you know, how you were when you yeah, started. Right. And a lot of people forget that. They'll shit on some of the newer comics, forgetting that it's like, oh, so you were just yeah, always exactly. great? Yeah, you just right. always like had... You never bombed in your you life, You never bombed? Huh? You never had a, an insane weird joke that was like, why would you ever say that in the <laughs> world? Like, why would you even think that's funny? What we've all like, had at least some of those where it's like, why did I ever think that was funny? Yeah. Premises that we've tried. Right, exactly. Like, were you ever... Did you ever bomb to the point where, like, people were pissed at you? Yeah, yeah, I have. I've I've done shows where it. Uh, there was a show where I was a I was a replacement host. A replacement. Where it was like the guy that was supposed to host, um, who is funny. Yeah. But he's funny on a regular basis. He was the regular host of this show. Yeah. And people were used to him, so people came to see him. So they yeah. were upset just that I even existed. Just like hey. So already to begin with, it's like. And I'm used to being the token white kid right. in the comedy environment. So right. I, I did better in the black rooms well way before the white rooms. Mm-hmm. So when I say, like, I struggled for two years, I feel like I struggled for two years for white audiences. Yeah. Where black audiences, I feel like as soon as I did it, I felt like, like my first time going up in a black audience, I was like, terrified? oh, wow. this No, no, I was like, I this was is terrified. way easier. Because for me, when I, I grew up in, like, Southfield schools, and oh, I was yeah, always sure. the token white kid, mm-hmm. you know, and I lived as close to Detroit and Southfield as you can mm-hmm. get. Like, I lived eight mile in Evergreen. That's yeah. as close as Southfield's going to get to Detroit. So it's like I felt like I was always, um, like, aware of I, – I, I just got along with – when I me telling jokes to a black audience, yeah. that, that just felt like me telling jokes to my friends. Where mm-hmm. white audiences, I felt like I, at first I was – I was thinking a little bit too hard because uh, I was like, "Well, there's a lot of things that I don't like that white people like." Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna, uh, you know, what I mean? <laughs> so like, I didn't, know, I didn't know. Yeah, how to... I, I know. I, I kind of get what you mean. So it just took me a while for me to uh, to adapt actually to the white audiences. But um, that's crazy. To think but about. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I, I remember when I started. Uh, there's a comedian Ron Taylor. He's mm-hmm. a good friend of mine, and he told me uh, we met actually at Club Bart. Which uh, doesn't exist anymore, but it was yeah. like the longest running open mic in like in Michigan or something. Mm-hmm. It was uh, for like a pure sign up, show up, go up. Yeah. And uh, I met him there, and he told me of some of the white rooms to go to, mm-hmm. and I told him some of the black rooms to go to. Really? <laughs> he's like, "Oh, you can go here in Hazel Park," and I'm like, "Oh, you can go here in Detroit." You can go. And he's like, "Oh, thanks." Dude, I was you know? so yeah. terrified of the black room when I first started. Dude, I was like, I'm about to get booed off stage. I got no, just out of curiosity, like where 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 did you grow up? I grew up in Chicago. Okay. So I I grew up in Chicago, but I didn't start doing comedy until I I moved out to Kalamazoo. Ah. And then okay. So I that's... was one of those. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you got you got yeah, used to frat white exactly, boys. Exactly right. I got I got fucking Sigma Phi Gamma coming to the show. I'm like, I don't give a uh, fuck yeah. if you guys laugh at this or yeah, not. You're yeah, not going yeah. to the fucking... at the end of the day. You're like, even if you don't laugh, you're you're still not a good person. Right. Exactly. Right? Yeah, you're gonna, yeah. You're gonna, yeah. You're doing, all right. You're doing stupid lame frat boy shit. You're right. So I can at talk the end shit. of the day, I feel like I'm a better right. person. Right. Like I can talk <laughs> shit about like whatever but like you guys date rape so, so like, yeah. like like yeah. where, where do we draw the... yeah good, exactly but uh but speaking of frats like uh i was listening to when you uh doing a podcast with brett oh you yeah did, you joined a, you joined a frat i, I, I never joined a frat i lived at a frat house How does that and work, uh, that works because some frats are poor and <laughs> they will they want and they're so some frats uh, are so shitty yeah. that no, they don't have enough people. Like they're very desperate to get people to join. Let right. alone having enough people that are that have joined to fill a house with. So, so they were. They, there was somebody who uh, who didn't want to come back next year, and mm-hmm. then they, they didn't have enough recruits. So they were like, "Hey, j- just you know, don't make a big deal of it. You know, try to, you know, you can still hang out at our parties if yeah. you want." Uh, you can join if you want. I was like, I don't. They're like, all right, but if you change your mind, and I'm right. like, I won't. But then they, they, uh, they uh, so you're like so, blue so balling the there. frat pretty much. Yeah. So yeah. I lived there, but there was one time that I just I hate telling people no, 
Yeah. Like, I'm better at it now. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I can be polite and direct. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. So you can I'm getting, tell I'm somebody better. to go fuck yourself without yeah. being a dick about it. Yeah, I'm getting better at that. <laughs> uh, it's still something that I'm working on. Okay. But uh, but I definitely was awful at it uh, at the time. This is before comedy, before yeah. any ounce of confidence. Mm-hmm. This was like a week after, you know, probably mm-hmm. probably like a six months after I, I lost my, my mustache. I don't know if you've heard <laughs> the mustache stories of my life. No, but, I don't know your mustache uh, man, story. That, Please that's a, let the well, people know. About. I'll, I'll tell, uh, yeah, I'll finish this story and then we'll go into the mustache story of how uh, that, that affected is, my oh life. Lord. But uh, then... Uh, so I lived in this. I lived in this fraternity, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't join it. But there was one time that they just kind of gave me yes or no questions of like, "Oh, mm-hmm. so you're free tomorrow? Uh, you get out of work at five, right?" Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "Okay," because I worked right across the street. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh, so yeah. So then you can just uh, you want to pledge, right?" Mm-hmm. And they just like he just said it as if I as if I wanted to. Yeah. And he's like like he was assuming the answer was yes. So then so, I was just uh, like yeah. Uh, yeah, and then, yeah, and then and then but then I was like, wait, did I tell him I wanted to? Because I don't think I do. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want to do that. I don't feel like I should have to pay for friends. It doesn't right, even make sense. Exactly. Wait, everybody gets and to go I to the get my ass, party, and I got to get my ass whooped for my friends. Like I don't yeah. want to do that. Like yeah, which is happened. I got jumped once living the, there because like the one guy it. deserved to get his ass kicked, and then everybody else was like, I know he was being a dick, <laughs> but rules are rules. So if my friend punches an old lady, we all right. gotta fight that old lady. Like that's there's a, there's a stupid level of loyalty that yeah. happens in frats where it's, it's like I get it if the person's a good person, that's a brother you got for the yeah. rest of your life. Good for you. But sometimes they're just a shitty sometimes dude. Sometimes they're yeah, just because like, they got the little fucking brand thing on their fucking. They got the arm, same brand. They, they know the same weird handshake that you do. <laughs> yeah, now, right? now you're gonna. You know, do some dumb shit for him. It sounds like but the bloods in the crypts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But with way less respect. With way less respect. I actually think there's more not, honor in the bloods. Yeah, and there crypts. Kinda, yeah, there kind of is. Where it's like, okay, so you're in this because of the way that you grew up and all of these right. things. Where it's like, but I, I, yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. But yeah. it's just like. You just wanted to play beer pong. Yeah, that's that's all it is. You wanted a beer pong team and but, some fucking. Uh, Deuce girls. Yeah, so so I, I I went, but then after I came home from work, they were expecting me because I said yes that I would join. Right. And then they uh, or that I would pledge, and it was like five minutes of me with my eyes closed or a mm. blindfold staring at a at, in a corner, and mm. I was like, this is weird. I'm not doing this. Fuck that. And yeah. then I just got up and left. And then they all made fun of me and tried to make fun of me about it for yeah. for realizing that I didn't want to do this shit. And then so they would always call me like scum anytime they were drunk. That was like the slogan for somebody that that uh, canceled. They would call you scum. They'd call me scum. But yeah, it, it, like like there's which is, so just, much above. Like like you had a dude. Which sitting is also in the just lame. It's one of those yeah. insults where it's like it's like somebody sin- sincerely calling you a dweeb or something. Yeah. Where it's mm. like. Somebody, somebody calling me scum. I'm like that doesn't even hurt my feelings. Yeah, at right. All. That's because just, you don't want to be my friend. I'm a scum. <laughs> exactly. Because, I mean, yeah. Because you, you know, you know. Because also, that's the equivalent of a guy. Because you guys wanted me to be in your fraternity. exactly. Yeah. You were, okay. Yeah. You recruited me to live at your fr- frat house. Right. Because you were desperate for money. I was a friend of a friend type of thing to, mm-hmm. to live there. And then you uh, recruited me to uh, <laughs> to join. And then me essentially saying no is the equivalent yeah. of like to me a dude going up to those those bitter dudes. They'd be like, "Oh, hey girl, you beautiful. What's your phone number?" And then she's like, "I'm sorry, I have a boyfriend." Yeah, and like, which is I which is polite. Then, yeah, oh fuck <laughs> you then, bitch. You scum. You scum. That's you it. ain't shit, son. You Ugly ain't ass. Shit. You ain't got no ass anyway, <laughs> yeah, bitch. Yeah, like walk away. Yeah, about. yeah. So ugly ass. Yeah, no, it, I, somehow yeah. I'm supposed to be the <laughs> one to feel bad in this situation. Yeah, that's that's, a, that's one of the cool things because like you can kind of see the grand scheme of things. It's like you you you're sitting there with your blindfold. You're just like, what the fuck am I doing? What is like? Yeah, and it was like a stereotypical every negative stereotype of a mm-hmm. white frat because I do think that it, I don't know why enough people don't. Br- feel this way but there is a difference between like black fraternities and white fraternities oh, I, I just I, I just know that everybody that I've talked to from a black fraternity yeah. I feel like it's like uh, like they you know like, like they how actually the, how try the, yeah like, you know how like somebody yeah. goes to the military and they come mm-hmm. back and they're more disciplined and mm-hmm. stuff like that where I feel yeah. like they, they, they've they've developed as a man yeah <laughs> where it, in, in, in a positive way whereas where you know where it's just like not just having some 
some you know some kegger. Yeah, you have a quadruple fucking a, kegger. Yeah, and I'm some, sure this doesn't apply to every fraternity, but there's enough of them where it's like. There's a reason why the stereotype is out is there. It, it's yeah. a reason why every college movie is always that Sigma Phi, fuck yourself and fucking yeah. like you know what I mean yeah. and and they're fucking snorting cocaine off girls' titties and shit <laughs> like like there's a reason why that yeah. exists and yeah I like the black fraternities I have friends that are in like the black fraternities or whatever yeah. but like uh, I still I White mean I friends? didn't. Okay. No, I'm joking. You said Kalamazoo, so I was just like, I, I, I look, don't know if you... <laughs> yo, I, actually, I yo, if, you... if I looked at the ratio of my friends, uh, about six... I might I might be like 60-40 white. 60, like leaning white. white. <laughs> leaning white. Leaning white. Sounds like a weird race. How old like were you like when you had your race. first black friend? For How old was I? I don't know, two? Was that something you were like... No, there was never a memory of yeah, my first black friend because I grew, I grew yeah. up as like one of the white families in the neighborhood. So there were white friends mm-hmm. in the neighborhood that, that I had as well. Uh, but uh, my friends that lived right next door to me, I remember them. I'm still, you know, I was it don't ever... see them that often, but Devin and Dorian were the were two kids. Oh, those are definitely that, some black uh, dudes right there. And, uh, <laughs> Jackson, they, was their last they, name Jackson? No, no, it's Miller. Miller. Miller, okay. Yeah, and they were they lived right next door to me, and those were my first two friends probably in, in life in, in life. general. And they were they were brothers uh, Devin was my age. Dorian was a little bit younger. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they. You know, we we we'd hang out after Christmas. What did you get for mm-hmm. Christmas? You know what I mean? Like we were we were I'm really good interested. friends, and then eventually they they moved a little bit further away. Right. But uh, yeah, I was friends with them literally since birth because I was actually I was born mm-hmm. um, like a week after I was born. Uh, mm-hmm. My family moved into the house that I grew up in. Okay. So. And I don't know exactly how old they were, but they it was something of when mm. they were when they were children, like babies as well. So uh, I just grew up with right. that family. I'm always interested to know, like, all right, because I grew up around almost 100 percent black people, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm always interested to know if you grow up around like you know mostly mostly like a black community or whatever, like how. How do you grow into the Jeff Horst you are today versus, like, you know, turning into, like, Eminem with your hat sideways and fucking, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you fucking, like, how, you, 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 like, it could, it could have went left for, yeah. for no, you know, like, you know what I mean? It, no, Maybe that's not I mean, going left, but, it, like, you might talk a certain way, you know, it's like I, a, like a, like, 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 Vicky or some shit. Yeah, I feel like my speech might be a little bit influenced by growing up. In, in like black culture, yeah, but not like into a crazy way where it's like saying yo and like, dog. Like I want to be a rapper and hold yeah, my yeah, like but but I'm yeah. sure there's some aspect of it. I've talked to people before that have, somehow they think that I'm that I have an accent or they're yeah. like it sounds like you're from down south and I'm like nah yeah. I just got black friends yeah. <laughs> like I don't know <laughs> like, so they don't understand that what that black, means right. but I'm just like no there's just. I don't know. I, I don't know what to tell you. If somebody grew up in Troy, I'm assuming uh, like for those of, for those shit. of you that uh, are not from from Michigan listening to this, Troy is a predominantly uh, white, very strong, very, predominantly very, very uh, white, upper class, wealthy area. Very, yes. And uh, yeah, I'm sure that they would just talk differently. You know, some there's some influences that people get based on you know where they grow up. Right. But I just felt like I still saw what. You still see stereotypes, right. so you still saw the way that most black people mm. or most white people what their style was. Even though, mm. even if I, even if I didn't have like a crapload of white friends, right. I still saw that. I still would. You were exposed to it early. Yeah, like, and, like the only you... clothes that I had that were like cool clothes when I was growing up were hand-me-downs from my brother. Really, you didn't have the so, jerseys and shit. You didn't so no, so I didn't have a jerseys or the Fubu <laughs> or uh, what was big when I was growing up. Just like a Cheerios jacket. Just a jacket with like just just like there was just like an emblem of just like they or like the NASCAR like it just like there was the jackets with it's all like the Pele. different patches yeah and the, or, or Pele or just there was different jackets that would have different uh, like patches that would just be <laughs> ironic that it's like why do you give a fuck about that like yeah. I don't know like, right. whatever the style yeah. was at any given time I was not a part of it We're I had now. I had solid T-shirts. And uh, eventually I learned how to wear jeans that fit me. Right. I did have jeans that were too baggy. Mm-hmm. But they were not, my ass wasn't showing. And I wasn't, like, sincerely <laughs> trying to follow any form of a, uh, of a of a style. Yeah. But, but I think that, I feel like I just, I had enough friends, I had friends 
I've always had friends growing up. Yeah. So it was, I never felt like I had to try to fit something. Yeah, Because exactly. for what? I already have friends. You were fitting. These guys like, are already friends with me. What am yeah. I supposed to, you yeah. know, so, so it's like, I feel like maybe if you move into a neighborhood that you're not familiar with, mm-hmm. maybe then some people might feel a little bit, human nature might be a little bit to, to, to try right. to, to blend and match all of their you know, uh, ways of life. Right. But have you ever, have you ever gotten a situation like not even comedy, but like a situation where you're obviously the only white dude and you feel you have to like prove that you're accepted through, you know what I mean? You, uh, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? You mean like, like you have like to I'm like, the only white dude in a group of like black people. Like say one of your friends, say one of your friends took you to, to their family cookout and you don't know who the uh, fuck they are. Do you feel like you have to like, prove that ever you're so often. yeah yeah no good What's, ever so often there are moments in life where essentially i'm around black people yeah. who because i'm a white guy that isn't trying too hard mm-hmm. i wish there was another way to say it but yeah, since i'm not I, 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 yeah, yeah, since right. i'm not if, if if a white person sticks out like you're saying like eminem you mm. know and all that uh, type of style then even if a black person thinks they're fake, <laughs> yeah. they might still be like, "Oh well, shit! I could tell that he grew up with." He uh, literally uh, grew uh, up like he, that. Yeah. He, he grew up with some black friends, you know. Right. Uh, you know, but uh, it's hard to pinpoint that for me. Mm-hmm. So it's usually kind of a shock. Mm-hmm. So there are times when I feel like I have to, like, mention. I don't know. There's something about my inside where I'm like, "Oh no! I want you to know that I'm yeah. not like some racist, exactly. ignorant white guy. Like I am familiar mm-hmm. with." With this setting, and I'm yeah. comfortable here. And uh, moments like that, they happen all the time. Like, really? uh, now that I'm thinking about it, so there's a club called uh, Punchline okay. in Southfield. Yep, Punchline. And uh, one time, Obi Trice came through. What? And, uh, yeah, the headliner, um, I can't think of who was uh, headlining that time, but the headliner was friends with him. I was featuring. The headliner, uh, you know, uh, asked him to come by. Mm-hmm. Now, for whatever reason, at that time, their credit card machine wasn't uh, wasn't working. Okay. Um but I had my square reader, mm-hmm. and so they knew uh, Clipperman was the headliner. Uh, if you know who Clipperman is, funny comic. Uh, but he, uh, yeah, like just so like normally I use my square reader for like uh, selling CDs and stuff. What is a square reader? Uh, it's just like you, you can connect it to your phone, uh, and then it's how you swipe. Your oh, cards. so yeah, okay, you can run a debit card. You can run your a phone, debit or credit much. card. Uh, yeah, exactly. That is a professional comic, and, uh, you guys. That is, <laughs> is, he got a square reader. That is another level of comedy. <laughs> I'm doing a podcast out of a Honda. He's got a it's fucking great. square. God damn. It's, it's, it, anybody can buy a square reader. It, it, it only yeah. costs $726. Oh, no, no. The, no for, for PayPal, they, I think they, they, when I got it for PayPal at first, they, they might have even mailed it to me for free or something. But for square reader, I think it's like mm-hmm. 50 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, an inex, it's, not, it's not as expensive as what some people might think it is. Really? Um, and so you used to sell, like, shirts and, and DVDs? I haven't gotten into and... shirts yet, but, yeah, I've sold DVDs in the past, yeah. and then and now I just sell CDs. Um, yeah. And I didn't mean to cut your story off. No, no, you're but, fine. <laughs> you're fine, man. There's I was just no, like, square reader. There's no itinerary. Damn. It's fine. Jesus. Go on tangents. I fucking... That was goals, all right? These, this is this is a goal sitting in my passenger seat right now. You want a square reader. <laughs> what a square, when I get a square reader, I'm going to be like, Jeff, I made it. I'm going to hit As you fu- up. You know what my first comedy goal was? What? I was to be on a flyer. Be on, really? I thought, I thought that's when I made it. And then now in life, there's times I've been on, I've been put on flyers for shows mm. I never even said I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, is this your way of asking me you want me to be on this right, show? Right, exactly. Because you, we never had this conversation. You ever had a picture on your flyer? You're just like, why the fuck did you pick that picture? Did oh, yeah, yeah. That? They get creative and they go. One time, there was a guy named, uh, the, okay, so when I, I, figured th- I figured this out one time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, la- my name is Jeff Horst. Now, there was, uh, there was an actor uh, there was a guy that had some point in life. I've never met this man, uh-huh. but he also had my name, right. but his last name Horst. It was spelled differently. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's. But he took various. He took all of the misspellings of the last name Horst, just to because, redirect yeah. to his website. Okay. So I wanted the website jeffhorst.com, mm-hmm. but if you typed in H O R S T or H O R S T E. It would it would direct you to his website. Mm-hmm. So that's why my website is jeffhorstcomedy.com. Mm-hmm. Now at I, and so but when I, going through this, there's a guy's picture 
on. I, they have this guy's headshot. You know, mm-hmm. this other Jeff Horst, mm-hmm. and uh, he looks like he's like mixed with something. He doesn't look anything right. like me. He's he's he looks like. I don't know. It, it, he he grew does up not around the black like folks, me. too, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yeah. I know they used to call you light-skinned, maybe. Like, it could have like been you. He's, you feel he's me? white. He's a white mixed with some other kind of white. I don't know. Like, he doesn't curly. look. Yeah. He, did, he didn't have, like, a. Yeah, like, he, he, he might have been Italian. I don't know. <laughs> some, he's mixed with some other he's kind of white. He's a mixed white guy. <laughs> he's a mixed white guy. And, uh, like, he didn't look black. Yeah. It was just. Uh, he didn't look like me. <laughs> he, he he had a he had a, a nice tan going on. Okay, all right. And uh, I'm a very pale white man, so you're not super pale. Yeah, I guess you're. Right. I'm not too pale. Not like, like I'm not ginger pale, but I'm I'm like 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 I got sunglasses average. right here. I don't need them right now. That's default white. That's default that white def- in the video games. That's like yeah, exactly. Character, that's like the uh, used to color with the uh, used to do the coloring books, and we color white people use like apricot or peach. Yeah, uh, I feel like you're like apricot, bro. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you should be proud Thanks. of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm apricot. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna use the, <laughs> so, I'm gonna use the zebra white, you know, like the cocaine yeah, white. Exactly. So good so, job. So, uh, oh crap, I, I went on a tangent. Again. I forgot. Yeah, sorry. I, no, no, I you're totally fine. Fucked so we're gonna get back up. to Obi Trice. But this, oh yeah. This, but the, but this was the other. I wanted to. You talking about the horse? Um, the oh yeah. So yeah. so okay. Yeah. So check this out. So then this guy put me on, uh, the, a show. Mm-hmm. He never asked me for a headshot. Never asked me for a bio. That's mm. completely fine. Mm. You know, I'll give you somebody anything that they want. I have no issue sending it, sending you what you need. But uh, it was they. One time I was booked on a show and they used this other Jeff mm. Horst's picture. Oh. So they just Googled it. Mm. Didn't even care that I didn't look anything like this man. <laughs> and they spelled his name wrong in two different ways. Jesus. They spelled his name wrong mm-hmm. because they put it H O A R S T or something. His mm-hmm. last his name is Horst without an E. Okay. So they spelled it they spelled they didn't even spell his name correctly. They like they put his, his picture on right. it. And they spelled it differently than the way I spell it or he spells it. The so worst, it was the booker. most. It was the worst mix-up yeah. in history. <laughs> and uh, how much what? different do you look from him, other than like he like looked like he was a mix? Like he was he was it that distinguishable? Uh, like was he like a lot taller? Like was it was it that easy to fuck up? Pretty much like yeah. As soon as you saw it, you'd be like, yeah, oh, that's a different white dude. If you met <laughs> me once, you'd be like, that's a different white guy. You know what I mean? It's like, like that's I, not the dude I, I was expected. I, yeah, like it, it's <laughs> I, I I don't I don't know, but um and I forgot how we even like, got hey, to Yeah, exactly. And it's that, me, the uh, not that, that guy. That, that was at the level <laughs> when I was starting to try to get comfortable with crowd yeah, work, where uh-huh. I was like, well, there's no way I can fuck up this, right? Like right. I can just pick a flyer up off the table and make mm-hmm. fun of how that's mm-hmm. not me. Right. But oh yeah, so for Obi Trice, mm-hmm. it's like like I. I have friends that are friends with Obi Trice. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I have some form of a connection enough, and I've listened to his music, and I'm a fan. I'm a fan of his music. She is one of the best CDs. It was great. I've it was an extremely heard. underrated album, yeah. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think that 50 Cent overshadowed him mm-hmm. so much yeah. that people didn't even look at the fact that almost every single one of the songs on that album was great. You know yeah. what I mean? He had almost, some, yeah. it, he had some, some stuff. Uh, Timberland had yeah, some beats on there. Fucking Eminem, uh, obviously. Eminem, obviously. Fucking, like, it was I think a, Dre had a couple on there. Yeah, it, it was a very nice Scott CD. Scott Storch. So, uh, so anyway, so Clipper Man, uh, comedian, headlining at Punchline, he invited, uh-huh. uh, he invited him out, and I recognized that it was uh-huh. Obi Trice, uh-huh. but he was, so he was like, hey, Jeff, sorry, our credit card reader's down, uh-huh. uh, can you take his credit card and charge him for X amount of tickets, however many people were with him? Right. And I was like, uh, sure, and then Clipper Man was like, hey, Jeff, you know, that's Obi Trice, uh-huh. and then he looked at me and he was like, he looked at me and then looked at mm-hmm. the Clipper Man again. It was like, man, no white boy don't know who the fuck I am. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, uh, excuse me, Mister Obi. Right. I, uh, I know you're Mister Trice. I know your uh, uh, real name. Familiar. No gimmicks. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah, I I know a lot of your music. Uh, I'm 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 familiar there, sir. You know, <laughs> I apologize. Right. That uh, that I'm not coming off that way. But uh, he was really cool. He at the, at the show he paid attention. Mm-hmm. He wasn't heckling. He was a good audience member, yeah. and he. He supported us. Then the next day, he like tweeted us mm-hmm. and retweeted and told people. So he's got to a sense of humor. So yeah, yeah, no, he has a sense of humor and he's and he's a nice dude. 
but uh, but it was still just funny that it was like anytime those moments happen. Yeah. That's why I have to feel like I feel like I have to lie about what city I'm from. Yeah, like is because if I'm doing a show in Michigan, uh-huh. then people know what Southfield is. So then I can just tell people I'm from Southfield. Right. But if I say that I'm from a city, a suburb of Detroit, uh-huh. and I say that to some place in Indiana or uh-huh. someplace that is not familiar with Southfield in some other state, yeah. they're going to picture... Ferndale. They're going to picture... Yeah, they're going to picture Troy or West uh-huh. Bloomfield. Because yeah. like, uh-huh. there's so many other white people where it's very right. common. When people say... Because this is the most common question I get. Uh-huh. People say, oh, you're from Detroit? Oh, what part? Right. And they don't mean what uh-huh. part. Like, are you from the east side or the uh-huh. west side? Yeah, they just mean like, yeah. <laughs> they mean like, what city are you really from? Yeah, exactly. And then, <laughs> and then so... And it makes me feel weird because it's right. like, I, I don't... I, I need... I'm from Southfield. I get it that it's not Detroit, but I'm I'm more familiar with black culture yeah. than the average person that's from Troy or West Bloomfield. I don't want to just keep, well, on, that's keep a, shitting on those cities. Yeah, but but yeah. so I, so I want the audience to have the correct mind state mm-hmm. of like this is a white person from Detroit who, who has who's going to talk about race mm-hmm. and it'll be a bigger shock to you right if you think that I'm from just from mm-hmm. some random suburb of Detroit right and you know who You're speaking that, from the outside yeah, looking so in I'm you know from a little bit closer than the yeah. average white right, person right exactly is. what's up with and, all those Cadillacs and like, yeah you know, like, so, and I feel like that's, like that's important because yeah. if people think that it's like you know you're talking about something that you don't know about mm-hmm. then people get un- you know even more uncomfortable than the audience usually gets when I talk about race Absolutely. to begin with yeah, because I, I, I feel the same thing because I'm from Chicago, but I grew up mm-hmm. in the suburb. Okay. So, like, I can tell people out there that I'm from South Holland, Illinois. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I'm out here and shit, I'm just from Chicago because otherwise they just be like, oh, you, you, you're from a suburb. Like, it's the same, it's the same yeah. thing. It, nobody, not a single person is ever honest. There's probably been two famous celebrities. Is it Eminem have, from Warren? Ever, I think it's from ever, I think he had, like, a different house every week. <laughs> So it was like he was always doing stuff in Detroit because I feel like I feel like it's it's not fair when other people bring up Eminem because it's like well yeah he's yeah I'm sure mm-hmm. he spent enough time in Detroit and at least he always repped it right but like it's like Kid Rock where it's like no you grew up with money yeah right and you grew up in like Clawson or something like yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean which is like but, Troy pretty much yeah yeah it's just another <laughs> random city of whites fucking Kid Rock have you been to his <laughs> restaurant no what's the name of his restaurant again is that, is Kid Rocks Kid Rocks. <laughs> It's, Kid Rock's made in Detroit. It's in the uh, it's in the sounds stadium. Sounds like Kick Rocks. Kick Rock. You sh- sounds yeah. like you, when you add an S to it. Yeah. It sounds like what you. It sounds like you don't like the place. It's a Southern cuisine. Like it's the most. It's the most random shit. Like it's a. It, like Kid Rocks. Like southern a Southern cuisine. Rapper, like soul but food. It's, what type of Southern? Bro, I have no. Is he getting? I have no interest <laughs> in going inside of this place ever in my Good. life. Good, of course. So, but fucking, yeah, it's like, is it soul food? You got, like, mac and cheese and collard greens? I don't fucking know. It's some fried I just, chicken. I just wanted another reason. I was hoping it was just so I could have another reason to <laughs> Just to be like, listen, bro, listen, man, you ain't gonna. Like, <laughs> like sorry, I, I'm good on You're your fried chicken, kid. Rock. Appropriating culture yeah. in, in every way possible. He's, you he's, already, dude. you already pretended that oh you were a rapper to get on to begin with, and now you're all. Uh, Sweet home, yeah, man. Then right. you know what I mean. You're going all He's totally doing Dolly Parton covers. At, at, like you started off in black culture, and then mm-hmm. you just ran away from it once you got a name. And now you're gonna make a restaurant where you don't, you're exactly just, where a whole it's bunch like of a, food you don't know shit about. It's it's a, he's kind of an anomaly to like where you like embrace the black culture, and now like you're embracing like the fucking redneck culture. Like like you just went totally on the other side of it, kind of. Yeah, yeah. You how know, do you, like how it's do you fucking go from weird. What, yeah, the, the, there is some aspect of my brain where I'm just like, so what's what what happened? <laughs> did, did he go rogue, or meetings, was like, he always like this? And he mm-hmm. was—that's why it looks fake to me. Yeah, because he was like a DJ. Mm-hmm. Like it, he was doing. From from what I was told, he was like a DJ in Detroit, right. like mm-hmm. doing stuff at some point. And he was cool with all of the the Detroit rappers yeah. at that time period. So how did he go from that to, to being like on his website saying that he's a Trump supporter? Yeah. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah. how do you pandering, bro? How do you? How do? Yeah. So so I feel like he was pandering. I feel like so then it's like I don't know when you were fake, which mm. part is fake, 
But that's why I can't fuck with anybody like that. Yeah. Speaking I'm saying of, it like he tried to reach out to me to be friends. Like, yeah, no, right. I just like, mean like I that. I don't like that guy. Kid, he doesn't know. <laughs> I didn't say that a little, bit, a little bit. Yeah, no, he doesn't know who the fuck I am. He's, right. he's not concerned with my opinion yeah, of him. He, uh, there's not. no way. You um speaking of speaking of Trump and shit, I ain't getting into Trump. But I am getting into the fact that my man voted today. Congratulations. Oh, hey, hey right. thanks. Yeah. I was at Applebee's eating mozzarella sticks while he was out here trying to <laughs> affect affect our communities. Yeah, but All right. it, it's funny when people, so many people will be like, voting doesn't uh, doesn't matter. And you know what? It, it might not. Yeah. But that's the thing is that I vote just in case. Just in case it does. Just in case it does. So many people think that you have to... You have to have the results proven mm-hmm. to to do something for it, and I just think that it's like you're never gonna get the proof. Just I think we should do what we can, just in case it helps. How, like, how, how you <laughs> in ever, case the system's right. not entirely rigged? Um, uh, have you ever <laughs> like like it was funny because I was thinking about this today when you were saying you were voting and shit, and like, uh-huh. I was watching you know those commercials where there's just like like my name's. Blah blah blah, and I approve this message. Have you ever oh, been yeah. like swayed? Never. Ever I, I took a picture it? right when I got there that made me laugh. There was <laughs> a picture which obviously nobody uh, listening to us can see. Yeah. But there was a. I took a picture of at the vote. This is the. This Jeez. is where I went to vote. <laughs> I went to vote here. I'm our. I went here to vote. I can't yeah. stress that enough. Mm-hmm. Why are we still putting the yard signs? Yeah. <laughs> like, who's going to the voting booth literally just flipping a coin? Exactly. Going like, off of the signs. On both sides. I don't need the signs, because I, I know the, all of these names are going to be on the ballot. Right. So, so, I, so I, those I, you don't know, like, he's showing me a picture, and there's literally everybody who you can possibly vote for is, like, there's a sign, and then, like, a foot away, it's another sign of another person's name, and then after that is a foot of a sign of somebody else's name. How can signs positively affect in any way, any yeah. person voting for anyone ever. Like someone pulled this in is, and was like, oh, his sign's cooler. Actually, I'm going to vote for him, even though he... It's not like, because there's no two words that you see. I get that advertisement works. Yeah, advertisement definitely I don't works. think it works in this area. I'm sure mm-hmm. that it, I'm sure it, influ- like when people say the, uh, the undecided voters. I'm just like, you mean the stupid ones? Yeah. I can, like, you don't even have to be that invested right. into politics to... To make you mm-hmm. could do a Google search and spend five minutes of your day and be like, mm-hmm. oh, this person kills puppies and this one doesn't. Yeah. Whatever you can, <laughs> you don't. It doesn't take that much effort to find somebody that is uh, on the same wavelength as you right. are uh, morally. How do you find that like truth in politics? Like, it, I feel like it's just now starting to to be cool to be the 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 honest the candidate. Honest like, I feel like Bernie Sanders was the first candidate who was like a candidate from a movie. Yeah, who was just like, the, you know, like in a movie when mm. somebody runs for president and they're like, and they're like, you can't. He's you're going off the off the cuff. Mm. You can't right. do that. You got to stick to the script. Like, there, mm-hmm. <laughs> he was the he's first. Like, Fuck that. He was the first like uh, were uh, honest like. I'm sure that all candidates lie to a degree, so I'm not right. saying that anybody's perfect, but he was the person that I felt like was the most uh, honest, even to the point where it, it hurt him. Yeah. Where, uh, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, it's it, almost like, don't it, say like that you're, naive you, a little bit. Yeah, exactly, where it's like, yeah, I get it that you're not mm-hmm. playing by the, by the rules, mm-hmm. but... If you wanted to win, you could have a little bit, though. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, yeah. I, I, it's one of those things that's damned if you do, damned if you don't. Right. Like it's where so many people, when they when they vote for anything other than Democrat or Republican, you're throwing your vote away. I know that people think that it's <laughs> until the system changes, Dude, where there's where yeah. the the other parties matter. Um, How did it's it? It's like get you're to voting the... for somebody that you know isn't gonna mm-hmm. win. Like get off of your moral high horse yeah. and think that oh, I just. It's like the people that couldn't vote for Hillary. Yeah. So they didn't vote at all. Because they're like, well, I can't vote for Trump, but I I just can't get myself to vote for Hillary. And I'm like, why? They're like, she's evil. And I'm like, yeah, probably. (laughs) She's the less of two evils. I know that you don't, that sucks. I know that people want better candidates than that. I get it. But this is what you have. So make the best decision with whatever shit you have. Right. Like, my thing is, I, sometimes I'm just wondering, like, a lot of these politicians, they're just rich people. 
Oh, yeah. And, like, do they really have our best interest in mind, or do, you know, is it just an agenda of theirs? You know what it I mean? Usually it's it just usually like, is. It usually is just them trying to further. That's why so many times so many politicians will change political parties throughout yeah, the years uh-huh. where it's like, Part of me will be like, okay, people's opinions can change. Mm-hmm. Maybe your beliefs have changed. As you, as you know, I've had beliefs that have changed as I've gotten older. Right. But then there's the other part of me that I'm like, eh, I think you're just changing with the times. Yeah. Where it's like before, you used to be against the idea mm-hmm. of gay marriage yeah. because most people in the country were against the idea of yeah, gay marriage. Yeah, as soon as it's but cool as soon to be as, acceptable. As soon as, yeah, now when it's progressive and easily the, at least the majority of people in the United States would yeah. be for gay marriage, now magically you see candidates mm-hmm. that are that are like, I'm pro-gay marriage mm-hmm. and you're like, and gay rights and you're like, ah, you didn't give a fuck before. Right. You know, so. What's like the biggest like change that you're expecting sometimes? Like if, like, I'm sure you vote a lot. Like, are like, are you expecting like some drastic, like, change in lifestyle or you know, something? Not, uh, Do you not get what really. I'm saying? Yeah, I, I I don't know I, how to I ask this question. I think some people think that their that, life is that, like I'm supposed to get 40 acres in the mule just because motherfucking. Yeah, like I think some people think of voting differently than I do, where it's like it's an imperfect system. Right. It's horribly set up. The your vote really might not even matter at the Mm. end of it i get it but this is the system that we have so unless you want to try to if you want to actively try to reinvent how voting works Mm. and you want to if you want to remake the entire government go (laughs) then but this is what we have so Mm. to not vote just because it's not perfect to me is weird yeah it's like yeah i get it that it's not perfect but it's the only thing that we have and uh, what, what we, oh yeah, I think some people have this idea that there's a lot of people that are so privileged mm-hmm. that certain things in life don't affect them. Right. So it's like I'm I am a straight white man in America. Mm-hmm. Like I am not voting for anything. Most most of the reasons I'm voting have have nothing to do with what affects my life. My yeah, life won't true. drastically change. Uh, that much at all and so there's so many people that are like they're like oh it's always the same no matter what Mm -hmm. that's why they don't vote and Mm -hmm. i'm like well that's because you're not acknowledging the privileges that you have in life where there are people that it affects their lives okay there are people that are you know there are minority groups in this country Mm -hmm. there are uh there you know women there there are there are people that uh you know whether the gay community or whoever that have been that have not had as many rights and still aren't and treated still, equally yeah, right. uh, in many aspects of life. So, I mean, like, they don't get to choose whether or not their life is affected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it affects That's their true. life. So I think it's silly when there's so many white dudes that are like, oh, it's all the same for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, it's not, you know. Yeah, there's right. a lot of people of color in this country that as soon as Trump got elected have received, there's more hate crimes that have gone up yeah, drastically exactly. since his, uh, his, I mean, like their you lives. you guys have a, have a. Have like a, you're a black man in America. Right. Your life has been affected way more from this last election than mine yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's very. Uh, Sorry, I'm going I'm rambling. I've just had so many people no, that have said no, stuff like that I, lately. I, I, I want to know because I'm I'm one of those people, so I, I like I'm yeah. like I want to hear it. Like I've I've I think it's I, I I compare it to this. Like one time I did a show that was for um, it was mainly white people, mm-hmm. but I was headlining and on my bio I mentioned stuff about race. Right. So that's my like if you didn't like this. Mm-hmm. You didn't read the reviews on the movie that right. you went to go watch because mm-hmm. I put in there. <laughs> you like see my headshot. Yeah. I'm a white man, mm-hmm. and then, you know, and I talk about uh, diversity yeah. and stuff like that in mm-hmm. in my bio. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what you're confused about. If you go to my show, then you're just a dumbass that thought, yeah, that you I wasn't. You know what I mean? Larry talk, the cable guy. To fucking, yeah, I I, yeah. I talk in my bio. I have a line where I mention that I talk about. Uh, uh, racial um, inequality. Right. So I don't know what, what you're... But some people come up to me after a show and they'll say things like... Uh, if, 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 the, if the racial stuff got awkward, mm-hmm. and they'll say things like, uh, oh, man, you know, I, you know what I'm just confused about? Why do you care so much? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, that was one of those moments mm-hmm. where you just feel bad mm-hmm. as a human. Right. You're like, oh, this is the humans that we have in this planet where yeah. the fact that I don't look like a group means yeah, that you shouldn't he, give a fuck. I shouldn't even care about that mm-hmm. group like that's he's like 
why do you care so much about black people? You're a white dude. Like, right. it's like, wow. Because you, know you, you like, were I exposed. That, yeah. And it goes I, back to how you were exposed to them, like, when you were younger, you know? So you realize, like, you know, these people don't suck, and they're still getting treated. They're getting mistreated. And, you know, I grew up around them. I have friends. I, I can name them firsthand. I can call them right now. Yeah. You know, it's not just the motherfucker that, you know, I work with. Yeah, I didn't know, have a black job. co-worker. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, that exactly. wasn't, that wasn't my introduction real, right. to... So, so there's people that I'm, like, I, I consider, like, family level mm-hmm. of friends. Yeah. That it's, I... I Their their family is, have opened their doors to mm-hmm. me, too, to where it's like, no, I... And that, that I think that changes a lot of perspective that some people have, where it's like, I, yeah. I feel like it, it, I'm blessed to grow up in a, in a situation of diversity, yeah. because there has to be some aspect of racism that is based on the environment, mm-hmm. where it's like... Oh, yeah, absolutely. What, I mean, I grew up with parents that weren't racist, <laughs> that, yeah. that were, you know... That, it demystifies that, that the whole thing. They didn't, you know, I didn't grow up in Southfield, and then mm-hmm. they just... I, I go to some private school further away, like, all oh, right. right, well, the houses are cheap here, but yeah. we don't want you to go to these <laughs> schools. Like, they didn't do any of that type of a right. thing. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I've been rambling. Nah, it's too all much, good, Too man. much caffeine before a podcast. It's okay, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's 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 a, it's amazing to me when people... Uh, this happened another, another time that uh, people were surprised about, like, why do I care about something? Mm-hmm. Uh, so... There's a gay pride parade in Ferndale. Right. And, uh... It's like Pride City. Oh, yeah. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Right? (laughs) Yeah. And they, uh... Um... When they were having the... uh, When they were having Pride... Some people just call it Pride. Mm -hmm. They're like, are you going to Pride this weekend? Right, right, right. Now, I had a show in, uh, uh, out of town. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to mention where it is. I don't want anybody to... Uh, <laughs> He's famous enough where he can't say the town, y'all. I, no, I just he can't have anybody, people out here looking for him. There's a specific okay? person I'm essentially making fun of. And okay, if I say that right. town, then people be like, oh, there's only one person okay, that looks I, in I there. So, so there was a lady who, who, uh, who was running the show, and she was like, uh, so me, her, the headliner, and the headliner's uh, girlfriend mm-hmm. um, were all talking before the show. Right. The headliner knows me. So we've already met before. He's a cool dude. He's like, "Hey, where's uh, where's your girlfriend? Where's Esther at?" Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm like, "Oh, she's at Pride this weekend." Mm-hmm. Knowing that he would know what I meant, I didn't have to elaborate anymore. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, she says, "Pride for what?" <laughs> That's what the lady running the show said. What did she she said pride, pride Yeah, like, oh, I thought she was just proudful. Like, yeah, she, it, was just right. a, it was a festival just about a, an emotion. Right. That's I what just, it was. I it was going to be a sad festival yeah. next week, a happy <laughs> one, uh, a, a giddy it's one. A, like, what do you mean? Off, uh, a pissed off festival. It was a pissed off festival. Yeah. Just walk around <laughs> hitting shit. <laughs> no, it wasn't a riot. What are you talking about? Right. Those aren't riots. Those looting. are angry they festivals. Not, yeah, right. Um... <laughs> That's what, they should call, that's what they should call right they should now, call it. angry festivals. <laughs> angry festivals. It's just a looting festival, yeah. that's all. And then... Who's uh, headlining? <laughs> so then, so then the, the girlfriend of the headliner, she mm-hmm. said... She uh, she spoke. Then she was starting to get upset about this. Okay. So it wasn't even me that was getting upset. She was like, gay pride. And mm-hmm. then she says... Then she says, wait, what? <laughs> Your girlfriend's gay? It was like... <laughs> and then I was... <laughs> And then, and then she was just then this upset. Yes, the, I'm the, a the woman. woman. The, the, this other woman got upset by it, and she's like, "No, like some men might be upset if their mom has breast cancer. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. even though they didn't get breast cancer, mm-hmm. it's an issue that affects women. That's so maybe they analogy. still have they still have a heart for mm-hmm. something that doesn't affect them. You know? Mm-hmm. And then she was like, "Oh wow, sorry, don't get so upset." It was just, yeah. Sometimes you can care about other people just because they're humans right, exactly. and they're on this planet, and you want good things to happen to people. Right. It's not the worst thing in the you world. You don't gotta. <laughs> like, it's a very selfish attitude to constantly be thinking, "Well, how mm, does that affect me? If it right. doesn't affect me, I won't care about it." Right. And uh, I think a lot of people have that attitude. Mm-hmm. And you can't uh, do leukemia walks if you've never got leukemia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's like, how, how do you it think goes. this You can't works. run that 5K because you never caught it. You know. Yeah. So, so sometimes I still want my jokes to be funny because sometimes I get uh, it, a little political. A little, I can get a little uh, political, not with specific pol- Like I don't have Trump jokes. Like yeah. I don't have like anti-Republican jokes. Like right. I don't have like uh, jokes like that when mm. I say political, but more of just like uh, issues. I talk yeah. about social issues, 
and uh, a, a lot in my jokes, and so uh, I definitely wanted to not be clapter. Okay. I, I, I okay, forgot yeah, that I, term yeah. where I heard that before. I want it to be a funny joke I, yeah, where if you disagree clapper, with, yeah. even if you disagree with my uh, uh, my belief system, I'd still like you to have the ability to see why this joke is funny and right. still laugh at it. Like like separate your own like opinions from the joke itself. Yeah, like I, like I feel like, and I'm nothing com- compared to George Carlin, but mm-hmm. I feel like George Carlin was clearly had a political belief system. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I feel like there were some things that he said that were like, even if you disagree with it, you can't not mm-hmm. laugh at that joke. That yeah. was just too funny of a joke, even mm-hmm. if you disagree with what he's saying. So I, I, I think that is like a goal that I have, yeah. is to constantly make sure that my jokes aren't too preachy. There's still some humor in here. Mm-hmm. You still see what I'm coming from. Um, and, you know, and, and and I don't over... And I have a lot of uh, observational stuff, too, so yeah. it's not like it's just me What's preaching. the deal? Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you, got the, you got those jokes, too. I got too. some what's the deals. You, yeah, you got to throw in some what's the deals. You always got to have a what's the deal, man. Yeah. But uh, I think we got to wrap up. All right. But, um, yeah. So uh, tell, the, tell the people where they can find you, man. Uh, I, I, Jeff Horst, H-O-R-S-T-E. Mm-hmm. Uh, website, jeffhorstcomedy.com. Uh, have, website, have a comedy y'all. page. <laughs> <laughs> that's up there with Square Readers, we got man. The Square Readers and the, and, the, and the goddamn website, all right? I told y'all he was dapping Kevin Hart, all right? This ain't no chump in the passenger seat, goddammit, all right? You hear this shit? <laughs> so on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, fuck it, Snapchat, everything. I, I have a, I'm just Jeff Horst. Jeff and, Horst, y'all. Uh, uh, so you can find me on all those um, you got any got any uh, dates or anything? Yeah, uh, um, August twenty fourth, Friday, August twenty fourth. That's the when the half hour that we were talking about. That's when that comes out. Okay. And uh, so make sure you guys check that. Um, uh, we didn't get to the mustache story, but that's fine. We can do another podcast some other day to talk yeah. about it. But Kevin Hart might make mustache. fun of my mustache. Uh, if uh, which hopefully that part gets you got a uh, beard aired. to go with it though. Like, um, you... When I was when I was growing up, I did I only had hair that grew at above the <laughs> lip. That was the only hair that grew on my face, and uh, I grew it uh, <laughs> at, at such a young age that it was like cool to be the kid that had facial hair. And but then since I had the same the group mustache. of friends throughout my entire life, mm-hmm. eventually they got used to it being on my face right. to the point where it was like. Even if they're like, there's no way that looks good on him. Mm. But I think it would look weird if he didn't have it because they've seen me with it so much that right. it was like, there was a couple times, you know, when people make fun of you, mm-hmm. even when you got nothing to be made fun of. Yeah. Where it's they, like, you, you're improving your situation yeah, in life right. and they're making fun of you. Like you getting straight A's in school. Yeah, that's what it was. When, I, when I shaved my mustache, people would be like, people would make fun of me yeah. just to do it because they're kids. Right. And I took it the wrong way. And I was like, I'm Black not doing that Black people love again. mustaches anyway. Yeah, and, and, and so, yeah, yeah. No, and it was called the horse stash. In the college. horse stash. My last name is Horst. So a, uh, an, a, f- a friend in uh, at Eastern Michigan oh. named it. The is that horse where you went? Uh, yes, that's where I went to went college. To Eastern Michigan. Yeah. I went to Western Michigan. Oh yeah. 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 All right. So there you go. We're it's not like, rivals uh, at all because yeah. nobody really cares. Yeah. No one cares about, about Max those schools. Guys. <laughs> nobody cares. Yeah. It's <laughs> that road boat shit. That They're not real even good fast. enough to have a rival. Yeah. Right. We go like, six and six. They just want friends. Yeah. They don't right. want rivals. <laughs> they want the opposite of rivals. Can somebody like, just watch the game. Can we have a buddy school. Right. Exactly. A school that doesn't hate us. Right. Well, Jeff, thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me, man. Blessing Mahanda. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so check out the anybody listening. Check out the comedy special. I'm um, having a, a viewing party at Zeke's Barbecue in Ferndale. If you know where that is, mm-hmm. feel free to come by and check that out. If you can't make it or if you can't see it live, uh, it airs at 11 o'clock Friday, August 24th uh, on the Comedy Central website. Mm-hmm. Um, you will be able to uh, to log in uh, to their website and, and, and watch it as well. So. Okay. Well, uh, thanks and. Uh, Enjoy a song from a rapper I haven't picked. I always put songs <laughs> of, of like people I've worked with. I usually like okay. do music and shit. So like just people I work with will yeah. always be on the podcast. So some rapper that's gonna play on this song. Uh thank you guys for uh <laughs> or awesome. play on this fucking podcast. Thank you guys for riding along with Jeff Horse, the horse dash, the man, the myth, the legend, the greatest, the heart of the city. Right here in the city. Thank you. I'll be smoking those to a motherfucking cry. I don't fuck with niggas cause I know these niggas lie. 
money on my mind You can't bitch, I'm on the ground Tryna stack this money to enrich the motherfucking sky I need a bad bitch, then they gon' tell me lies Y'all can't get a show, I hopped up off that stage Was going wild, can't believe that shit But I saw it with my own two eyes Yeah, my mind like a full crew You won't know what's on my mind But every time I get a chance Gon' tell you what's on my mind I'm like Rondo, come through when you know I'm dropping Got your main bitch in the D-League Let him make a G out the G-League Ayy, 